up, fam? I don't know why I keep saying that. I am. Uh, I got down here this morning in my kill room finally, but I, it was kind of a hack. Um, I fell asleep on the couch last night at like what time? Like eleven o'clock, maybe. Brittany was out with Brianne, so uh, they came home around three thirty, and that woke me up. And decided I'm gonna stay up anyway. So I've been up since three thirty. Didn't get down here till about five. I've just been uh looking at my bills and stuff, trying to get things organized, get that out of my head so I stop stressing about it and just see, you know, realistically what's going on instead of being burdened with what I think is going on without actually knowing. Um my car really fucked me this month because I wanted I did not want to change the alternator again myself and fix the oil leak myself which looking back I probably should have just got the work done because they they hit me with a pretty hefty bill to fix those two things and then I had to pay the core charge uh for my alternator which is when you buy an alternator let's say from O'Reilly or a, or a dealership if you're doing that they take your old alternator and they get money for it when they send it back because it gets rebuilt. Well, I want to get uh, my alternator that I bought from O'Reilly. It's under warranty. And hopefully, since I'll say it failed, I'll get my money back completely because it already got fixed by the dealer. So I had to pay the dealer a core charge so I could keep my alternator. But I didn't really think about how much their core charge was versus what I'd get back for the alternator. I should. I don't know if I can even go back to the dealership now, too. So I should have asked like what the core charge was because it might have been more than what I paid for the alternator. Um, so I didn't think about that. I thought I was just doing the smart thing by getting my money back on the alternator, but I might have fucked myself. Who knows? I gotta look at the bill and see how much the part was and the core charge. I didn't even want to look at the bill. I'm just sad. I had to use two credit cards to pay for it. He's like, oh, you could do a split payment. I'm like, man, shut up. I know I can, and I'm sad that I have to. But, um, yeah, if it wasn't such a pain in the ass to do, I would do it. And it was just the weekend it went out, it was freezing, and I was just not into it. I knew it had to be done, and it just felt like a task. And uh, I just brought it to the dealership, paid the bill. I really do not like bringing cars to shops because they like to take their dick out and ram you in the ass with it when the bill comes. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> the last two weeks I've been really bad about sleeping in, not coming down here, not getting things done that I want to get done for myself. I haven't done any reading or writing, basically. I wrote something a couple weeks ago to make a podcast out of, and I never did. I want to get more into talking to people on the podcast because it's, honestly, it's just easier to prepare because you just shoot the shit, really. But I do like doing my solo podcasts, and I do like developing the thoughts and writing and thinking about things like 
uh, deliberately and trying to work things out and putting that into audio form. But um, I just haven't done it lately. The only time that I have that I don't feel guilty is this time in the morning to do it. And lately I've also been obsessed with other things. It just fucking happens. I got a drone. Um, a pretty nice one. Shoots amazing video. You can do all kinds of cool shit with it. But it it as soon as I flew it the first time, I was like, shit, this is something I could get balls deep into and hopefully keep my credit card out of the situation because um, I could see myself spinning a little bit of dough on it. But uh, I'll try not to spend too much dough on it because, you know, debt and shit. I don't want to get myself back into debt. I got myself out of credit card debt a couple times and it's never a good feeling. I mean, it's it seems great because it's like, <clears throat> oh yeah, I can pay for things. And then you realize that, yeah, you can pay for things, but you got to pay that shit back. And I know that. It's just when you're paying for something, it just doesn't feel that way until you're, you know, getting hit with interest every month. And you're like, fuck, I overpaid for this shit, basically. Um, I found out that student loan debts are fucking canceled until, shit, uh, December. I looked at my account, and the, which I can't believe I have student loan debt because I did not go to school, really. I never finished, so I fucked myself on that. Financially, I don't know how I stay afloat, but I do. Um, I need to start putting money back away into my Schwab account so I can you know, actually make some money again. Um, trying to buy a house, and that's just... I can't have all those minimum payments, um, you know, sucking away my my monthly payment amount. Uh, it's honestly going to be ridiculous to try to find a house here. I mean, prices just keep going up. People are moving here. Somehow they can afford these crazy fucking prices for these houses that aren't... I mean, here's the thing about value of something something's only worth as much as someone will pay for it. And it happens to be that uh, people will pay a lot for houses and property here. doesn't matter what it is. It could be a trailer house, and they'll drive that fucking price up. And you got to be quick. Um, it's a fucking real crapshoot. It's a good place to live. It's not a good place to live if you are lower middle class and would like to own a house in the place you live because people are just packing up from places, selling their house for more and I mean they're buying shit here and I don't know I don't know how it works for people like me in my situation. I'm not asking for a handout. Um I don't think it's there's nothing wrong with people moving here and driving up prices. It's the free market in action. It just sucks. And we got to figure out a way to to get in a house because this apartment shit is it sucks. You know, I have this fucking kill room that 
would be awesome in my own place. Now I have to do it under the secrecy of my garage, and it's just weird, you know, not the thing, the place that you spend all your intimate time is something that you don't own, and someone else controls it, and they can raise the rent on you anytime, and you got to deal with pretty close neighbors. I mean, we have a courtyard, but it just doesn't, apartment courtyards just don't feel like your yard, you know what I mean? It just, there's all the windows pointing at it. You you don't get any privacy that way. I want Nola to be able to run around and, you know, dig in the dirt and shit, and she can, but it's just, it's weird. I You know, if we lived on the first floor, um, it might be easier because the doors just go right out to the courtyard, but I wanted to live on the third floor because I like the vaulted ceilings. I don't think there were any first floors available anyway. Definitely don't want to live on the second floor. Being fucking the meat and the sandwich there. Uh, third floor sucks in the summer because it just gets hot up there. Um, and when there's no... We have one wall AC in our unit and it's way in the back in the bedroom. And we got that shit running 24-7 in the summer. Um, I'm probably going to have to invest in a... We have a... They call it a swamp cooler, but... A swamp cooler is uh, a ghetto setup. It's a portable AC um, that you sit, you know, on the floor and put the ventilation outside of a window or something. And uh, we have one, but it just—I think it needs to be recharged or something. And you're not really supposed to recharge those. Um, and I'd have to get deep into that shit, dealing with refrigerant and stuff. I might just go ahead and buy a new one this summer if we're still here. I mean, honestly, we'd probably use it in our new house anyway because most places over here don't have central air, especially what we're going to buy a house from like the 30s or something, which are stupid. I mean, if you were to break down like what the house actually costs, um, you would not pay what the asking price is. But like I said, prices are things cost what they cost, like stocks. Someone says, uh, stock is is overpriced. Well, it's, I mean, the price is always right because that's the thing, that's the amount people are paying for it. Um, and that's the free market. The only way to stop that is government control, price floors and ceilings, which is, which would do so much damage. Um, and you know, the markets are better to crash on their own instead of being crashed by some force like, the government. It's better for things to get overvalued and people to just, you know, back out on their own and crash like that. Um, and if the housing market did crash and my job was still stable, um, that would be great because I could probably afford something. But I mean, they're building like crazy over here. I know because I deliver to all these new buildings, but these houses that are in like you barely get a yard. Um, you're packed pretty close to your neighbor. I'm sure the house is nice on the inside and it's new. But I'm sure you're part of a homeowner's association. You don't have any yard to do anything in. Your garage is part of your house, so um, you know you don't get a separate building. And these houses are going for way above 250 I mean, that's probably really conservative it's probably in the three or fours and i want a yard i want at least three bedrooms um 
I'll take two and, you know, add on later or make Nolan her future sibling share a room. But, I mean, if it's a boy, that's going to suck. <laughs> but, I mean, that's... Man, we always grew up without... I mean, four of us shared rooms. I never really had a room because I was always moving around. I was staying at grandma's or... Um, my brother and I shared a room. My sister... My sisters in Rhode Island, they shared the porch, which was... I wouldn't call it finished. The house was built in, like, the 1700s. It had actual logs as the the uh, support beams downstairs. The basement uh, was... I think I had... I'm 5'6", and I think I had to duck when I went down there. But it's... Uh, I should be... Now this is turning into a podcast. I should have done this on the board instead of just straight into the video like this. But... This is just a little morning beat. But anyway, yeah, they lived in uh their room was the porch and I don't I wouldn't call it finished. Uh I don't think it was finished at all. Single pane glass windows. Um I'm sure it was I'm sure the whole house was insulated with asbestos, to be honest with you. Um they had a heater, a space heater running in there all the time. Uh the summertime they just had the windows open. We lived on an island so it was it was pretty breezy. You never really got that hot. It was nice. Um, but yeah, they shared this this porch. I don't know how they did it. Uh, but they did. And eventually that house got remodeled pretty nicely. It was tiny. A tiny house. Uh, my brother in my room was probably like 6 feet by, I don't know, 15 feet. Um and right like there was like a two foot hallway and then the stairs and that two foot hallway led into um my mom's room my mom and her uh her man's room and uh I don't know how he did it honestly like I couldn't imagine you know getting with a woman I love you mom but you, you come with a lot of baggage four kids I don't know how he did it I know he didn't like us very much at the time. He loves, like, and I respect that, like, it's hard when it's not your own kids and four of them and they're not, you know, that well behaved. And he stuck around. Um, and, I mean, now he, I mean, they're, you know, living single. In fact, he not only did he stick around for the four kids, but my oldest sister had a kid, um, when she was 15 or 16 and that baby did not stay with her it stayed with my mom so Don had to have another 18 years of you know living with another human being that dude is that my nephew is I think he's 19 now so he's he's out of the house now but in and out you know so yeah props to stepdads that stick around because that shit is hard um I was almost in a stepdad situation, but she had three kids, and I don't know why I considered it at all, but I did at the time consider um, getting myself into that situation, and her kids are not well behaved, and they, when I was alone with them, they would not listen to me. I was like, dude, I'm footloose and fancy free. What am I doing? Why am I in this situation? And then 
one day it just clicked in my head. I was like, I got to get out of here. Like I went from almost being obsessed with this woman to being like, bye. I was very, uh, needy back then and I could turn on a dime and that's what I did. I turned and I left and, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't leave like that. We broke up and everything and we saw each other here and there. And then we eventually, I was like, I can't. And she's like, I don't blame you. So, yeah, it's, uh, I could see why some people get into those situations when they're young and they don't know what they want to do or they don't have a direction or they don't realize that they can do a lot more than they're doing uh it's really easy to get stuck in a situation like working a stupid job and having a you know car payment and and rent and all you're doing is you know going to work and paying the bills and enjoying the few hours that you're at your home that you pay an arm and a leg for but then i realized that i don't need to be doing that because i can just take a few bucks and I can go live cheaply in like another country or like or Puerto Rico, and I can have a good time and then see what happens after I run out of money, or if I meet people, which I met Maya at that time but uh and then i I constantly got into the situations throughout my life where i instead of looking within myself to be happy, I was looking for someone else to do it. I was looking. I was emotionally dependent on other people and it never really works out because people don't like that. They don't want to be your caretaker of your emotions and they don't want to be your direction in life. That's, it's kind of a gross, like clingy burden to bear. So, I mean, the most desirable people are the ones that basically not don't give a fuck about you, but have priorities of their own and they stick to those priorities. And my priorities are not even specific. They're just... um, Like right now with me and Brittany, like our relationship is solid, stable, and I feel like I can do what I want, but I know I have obligations and responsibilities. Like it's 7.30 in the morning right now. She came home at 4. Nola's either awake or she's about to wake up so I gotta go up there and do stuff and there's nothing wrong with that now if it was a step kid I'd be like you can get your own kid out of bed I don't know if I'd really be like that but since it's my kid and I love her to death like it's my responsibility so um I I never felt that I could do less after Nola was born or that I feel like tied down or anything. I know I can do anything that I want, but my, I won't let myself do whatever I want on a whimsy. Cause what I want is to be, you know, a good present father to Nola. And there's things that can take a backseat to that. Not my whole life, obviously, but, um, I, I know I need, I need to stop saying, um, I need, my sanity and there's I just know myself and I know I need some time alone 
to create, to do things, to read, to do my input-output in order to be a good, like, stable person. Um, and a good, you know, person in my family. Um, where's my timer at? Hold on one second. Yeah, we're gonna... I put a timer on and I don't know which freaking... There it is. Um, yeah. So my priority is to be a good father. And part of that is I, in order to be a good father, I know I have to do these certain things to, to satisfy myself, um, intellectually, um, physically, emotionally. I have to do certain things in order to be, um, the man that I want my family to, to see. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to always look or feel stressed and obligated to do things. And I never want to feel resentment. And I know that resentment comes from within me, not taking care of, you know, the things I want to take care of. And I have the ability and the time to do it. I just have to like wake up at four in the morning and find the time to do it. And so this week I'm, I'm going to really work on that because the last two weeks I've fucked way off. Um, and this week, four in the morning, 4.30, wake up, come down here, do some reading and writing, and get stuff done for my sanity. And honestly, I wouldn't ever really lose my sanity. It's just, it keeps me more balanced. Getting all those bills on the computer, writing things out and organizing them, gets them out of my head so I can stop having jumbled, stressed out thoughts about them. And I need to do those things. Um when I come down here, it's never, I never really know what I'm going to do. I just gravitate towards something. I listened to music mostly this morning and did my bill stuff. I was going to read and write, but you know, that didn't happen. And then do this podcast. But yeah, I'm going to upload this. It's a good 22 minutes of me talking dumb shit. So I'm going to upload this, and this will be uh, number 35. And next time I'll. Remember to do it on the good mic since I fucking have them. I have all this equipment. I need to use it. Just like this gimbal. I need to find some good video. The one thing I will say about the gimbal and the um, the drone that I got. Okay, both of them can take fucking awesome video. iPhone 7, awesome video on this thing. Uh, with I have an anamorphic lens on the front right now. You can see it's all wide and, and kind of blue flares everywhere. Well, if you put that on the back and put it in 4K video, you can take some really nice cinematic shots. They should just film movies with iPhones these days. Like, you don't need to buy a red camera for 10 grand. Come on now, just buy a fucking iPhone X and uh, take some awesome video. Um... Storage is an issue. This is a 32 gig, so I had to buy a little flash drive for it. Constantly taking stuff off the phone. Anyway, um, and the drone. I mean, the drone is making me want to go seek out places and you know have little adventures and get some good shots of shit. I I take it with me to work, and every time I stop for like a piss break or something, I'll. It takes two minutes to set up the drone and get it flying and go get some shots, and because I drive in some really cool places, so. Um, it makes me want to go out and not that the thing is, is make is what I'm saying is it's bringing this thing out of me that I have this adventurous thing that where I want to go 
um, you know, create some cool, I'm not going to say create content because that shit's overused, but go, you know, seek out stuff. Uh, flying is, I've always wanted to fly a plane and this is like the next best thing. Um, I, I could see myself getting these fucking VR goggles to fly. <laughs> that would be sick. But anyway, uh, I'll probably do another podcast this week. Um, don't hold me to that because you never know how it's going to go. I'm going to try my best to get up at four in the morning. Not that anybody's really listening to this, but this is for posterity and to keep myself in check. So peace out. Thank <laughs> you.